In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Here we are again. The very text quoted by Dr. Ian Paisley, to which I referred on the 20th of September. Here it is. The man not wearing a wedding garment is thrown out with violence. As Father Daniel Harrington says in his commentary on Matthew's Gospel, this is ridiculous. How is someone unexpectedly invited to a banquet to be in the right clothes? It's all very odd. Are we all supposed to be in such a state of grace? clothed and in our right mind, that we will be entirely ready to be caught up in the clouds with the Lord in the air, as Thessalonians has it, the earliest piece of writing in the New Testament. Well, it's all very odd. As with the generous landowner in chapter 20, so the last will be first, and the first, last. It doesn't seem fair. The longer the pandemic goes on, the more moth-eaten our unused wedding garments will become anyway. So I'd stop worrying about your wedding garments if I were you. I got out my equivalent of a wedding garment the other day, staying with my old secretary in Dorset, I thought, Whilst we're allowed to go out, I'm going, and I'll take my nice red woolly. When I got there, Cathy said, Have you seen the hole in the back? You'd better leave it with me. I think the moths have got in. And they had. In a new book, The Godless Gospel, Was Jesus a Great Moral Teacher? by Julian Bagini, Lucy Winkett, our neighbour here in St. James's Piccadilly, says of Jesus, He left pretty abruptly, without any kind of book or set of rules or instructions. They had just to get on with it. Churches, particularly the authoritarian ones, try very hard to make everything fit. The Bible says, or the church teaches, upon this rock I will build my church, as the New Testament has Jesus say. But the church, like faith itself, is in fact more uncertain the church is more made up of the puzzled and the worried, not the stoically enduring the COVID-19 pan pandemic, but fractious, 
increasingly scratchy, increasingly got down, bad-tempered, like the king who gave the wedding banquet for his son. This is the encouraging bit. The New Testament, like all good education, invites us to think for ourselves. And the church is the university where we learn how to think, how to ask questions. For 16 years, I was the rector of St. Mary Le Beau in Cheapside, just behind St. Paul's Cathedral. When this church was rebuilt after the war, the Church of Bow Bells, the rector caused two pulpits to be put in the church. And in them, on Tuesdays, the Bow Dialogues took place. They were conversations between for example, Judy Dench, Lionel Blue, the editor of the Financial Times, the Foreign Secretary, the Prime Minister, the winner of the Booker Prize, Geoffrey Howe, Maureen Lippmann, Frank Field, scientists, musicians and poets. I did 15 years of these. And they were not sermons, but they were conversations. Because, said their inventor, the church is always talking and never listening. Or, as I added in my time as rector, the church is always answering the questions nobody is asking. When we read St. Matthew's Gospel, what are we doing? We are overhearing the conversations of the early church wrestling with who Jesus was and what Jesus meant. And their questions in that first century remain our questions. They're questions for us. In this astonishing university, which is the church, where art and architecture, music, for example, speaks more loudly than words. This is why, if you're watching this Mass at home, Zoom cannot, in the end, replace the consecrated bread, or the isolated individual cannot replace the gathered community. The community that wrote St. Matthew's Gospel learned how to endure persecution, waiting for the heavenly banquet, as those of us who watch at home watch in the fervent expectation that the glories of High Mass at St. Paul's Knightsridge will one day be restored, a foretaste of the kingdom that cannot be shaken by COVID. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad. So the wedding hall 
was filled with guests. 